Welcome back to Travolta. Hosted by Jeff Sweeney and Stuart Elmore. Covering Trade and Paint. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, folks. Hi. Um, to the, what would you call the second to second to last? Like the third to last? Well, on film shoots, we call this the pre Abbey or the Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Or the Beetlejuice. Or the Beetlejuice. This is the third to last thing. Yeah. Because that's right, folks. It's We're officially starting the countdown. It's the third to last episode of Travolting. The third to last episode Travolting about a movie. The course. Yeah, of the about, movie. About we do movie. have one episode after that, which is our you know our final retrospective and all that. Yeah, and then we're not doing anything after that. Yes. After that retrospective, there's going to be no more releases from Travolting. Yes. We're not doing anything. We are never else. doing another show after this. And we are not doing... We are especially... I was talking about episodes of Travolting, mm-hmm. but we are especially not doing another podcast after this. Yes, we're definitely not doing another podcast. It's definitely not going to continue the name or the theme of this show it's the in any sense of the word. How's it going to continue the name if we've... Well, if we've... Okay, here's the, here's let, folks. Let me let me be real with you. Right no, now. no, no. Wait, really? Are, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say are, what it is. Are you saying something? I'm, I'm gonna say that Stuart and I from the very beginning thought maybe we'd continue this idea to another actor after this, and our idea was at that point we would change the name of the show to something more general, and then we would pick up another title, such as for example, I think we've cited this on the show before. We go from Travolting to like I don't know the Stallone Zone, which is not what we're doing next. We're not doing. We are not Stallone. doing Stallone next. Right now, saying that now, may do him in the future, but we're not doing him next. I don't think we're doing it in the future. You don't think so? No. Why not? I I just don't think we're doing Stallone in the future. I think we will. Okay. Um, so yes, we're not doing him next. But the idea was like we'd come up with an overarching name, and then like you know the mini series would be called like Travolting, Stallone Zone, et cetera, et cetera. However, in the year and a half since we started this podcast, neither of us has been able to come up with a name. And we've tried. We've like we've had brainstorming sessions. I've consulted other people. We cannot come up with a better name. If any member of the audience has a better name, please contact us. Like I thought, like a JS talks or JNS talks or SJ talks or because I thought something with her initials or I thought about JSE, but like uh, because technically that's not a catchy name. But that contains like all of our initials. Like Jeff well, like Sweeney, Stuart Elmore, We need something JSC. that's a catchy name. And, like, we couldn't think of anything. So I think at this point, like, the show should just continue to be called Travolting. And Travolting <laughs> is the verb that we are doing with all these other actors. We're Travolting them. We're Travolting into uh, the Stallone, Stallone zone. zone. Like, it would be Travolting presents this thing. Because we started this coining the term of travolting which is experience it which is diving into his full filmography and i think at this point we just have to stick with travolting plus that doesn't mess up you know we have to we don't have to rename every fucking podcast on every network now i mean it's not hard to do but 
I understand. Yeah, thought. and then people aren't like confused when names change and all that craziness. Something like we just we're litigating this on a lie on an episode. Uh, I hope you folks enjoy this discussion of trading paint. Oh, an exciting movie. Um, <laughs> we're trading uh, banter yeah. with each other. And so I think like it just has to be Travolting presents the Stallone Zone. Jeff did not tell me about. Yeah, I, we I wanted to. I wanted this, this on. I wanted, wanted this, this to tape. be on the air. I wanted this on tape. This I, litigation. I'm not sure how I feel about this. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like this idea. You don't like this idea. I, I just, I feel like we have to, because here's the thing, Jeff. It's like, is the name of our podcast going to be Travolting Presents blank? No, the name of the podcast would just be Travolting. The mini series would be named Certainly. So each episode, because I'm trying to think about how our Spotify is right now. Okay, open it, up, it, ladies and gentlemen, open up your Spotify's. Unless yes. if you're driving, do not do that if you're driving. So, listen, if you scroll up to the top yes. of Travolting, it says Travolting. Jeffy Stewart Stewart one. Yes, and it has our. Travolting I, I will run you logo. through exactly how this is going. to And work. then if you scroll to the episode, it's three to tango. It's the one that released right before this. I am Raph. So what you're saying is, for instance, if it's doing the Stallone Zone, it's like Travolting. And then it's Rocky Dash Stallone Zone? No. Here's how it would look. Here's how it would look. Is it would say Travolting right there with our names right below it. Yeah. The picture would be changed. (gasps) The picture in the upper left corner in small font would say Travolting. Right below that in big font, it would say the Stallone Zone with a picture of Stallone right there. I don't like that. You don't like that? It's, It's conflicting. People are... Because Travolting has become our brand. And I think we need to stick with the brand we have established. Like all of our stickers that we have printed. Oh my god! All of the with Travolta's face on it. All, yeah, all of the stickers, all the websites, all established Travolting. All of the social media platforms. You're aware are I Travolta. designed our brand using Canva, right? Yes. All of our social, <laughs> all of our social media platforms are all named Travolting. Our email that everything is set up with is named Travolting. I think we got to commit to the brand that we had. Travolting is the verb that we are doing, and we are doing it to other actors. Have you consulted with Becca about this? No, but I'm going to, because I, I'm right. I don't think you are. Think also, that- hilarious how, like, I showed up at your place, what, 30 minutes ago? Yeah. And it was very dead quiet, and when we hit record, there's now fucking construction outside. <laughs> yeah, there's now construction. Uh, Folks, it is summertime in Chicago right now. Yes. I mean, I don't know if you're listening to this in Siberia where you don't get to experience summer, but for those who have that, uh, there is a season known as summer when it gets warm outside. And typically when it gets warm outside is when all the fucking construction crews come out of their little holes and start clogging up traffic and causing a lot of noise at seven in the morning. Yes. Waking people up. I used to be a call center, like not scammer, but like I used to call people and ask for money. Um, it sounds really bad the way I just yeah. said it. No, here, okay, so uh, at my old university, not the one I got my... So it was a school job. A school job. Where you call people asking for money. Yes. You weren't like, yeah, this Nigerian prince. Yeah, no. Okay. This was like, I worked at a call center for this old university that I went to, and my job was to call alumni. Been like, hi, this is your old school so-and-so university, right? Mm. And I'd be like, you liked the school, right? Tell me about your experience. And you know, you you sugar them a little bit, all that stuff. You're like, well, you know, donations from alumni like yourself help support the programs and then blah, blah, blah. Can I put you down for a yeah. donation of this amount today? And I used to do that. Yeah. 
Why did I get on that tangent? Why did I get on that tangent? It's coming back to me. Oh, I remember because one of my jokes that I said to all those people is, well, you know how it is in Indiana. There are two seasons. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows that the school I went to was in Indiana now. But like there are two seasons in Indiana, winter and construction. And that's what it's like pretty much in the Midwest, I feel like. There's winter and construction. No, No other season. Stuart, can I show you what like I'm thinking of in terms of look? Uh, okay. Jeff just reached over and got me. Oh my! So here's God. the look. Describe to the audience what I'm holding in my Jeff hand. Jeff just pulled out a 4K Ultra HD disc package of the Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw movie. Yes, it would be Travolting presents the Frasers. That oh shit! I just revealed it. I mean, we, we kind of <laughs> so we kind of said it. We basically said it. Um, whatever. Fast and Furious presents the Stallone Zone. Yes. Because like this movie doesn't have that much car action in it, but it's still a fat. But like, and the fast, it's and Fast and Furious universe. presents. Travolting is the franchise. These are the miniseries. I'll think about it. Come up with a better name. Uh, and and then then we can because Travolting is a very good name. It is. It's very simple. It's one word. It's interesting. It's catchy. People can remember it. Anyway, trading paint. Trading paint. <laughs> so we just spent ten minutes talking about that. Yes. But, uh, I, trading paint. Audiences um, loved it. Trading paint. Trading paint. What happens in that movie? Okay. So yes, this what? week we're talking about trading paint. Uh, did I watch this? You did watch this. I did. You did. What happens in it though? Um, not not much. Is it about cars? Y- yes. This is about stock car racing. Oh, okay. Trading paint. Yes. Folks, we finished, we did our Gotti episode. We basically exercised like all of the demons from the show. I have huge senioritis right now with this podcast. Ginormous senioritis. Like, I'm not going to lie, folks, because it'd be one thing if like Gotti was our last episode. I wish it was, but unfortunately it would not match up with the timeline. Uh, But our last three movies that we're covering, um, it's definitely falling action. Yes. We we hit our climax. Gotti was the climax and like, Gotti. you know, we're just kind of coasting to the end here. Well, I, I don't know if I wanted to say the word coasting, but mm. you should still listen to this podcast. Yes, you should. These three episodes are going to be. Yes, because where else are you going to, am I going to reveal? Average Travolting episodes. I can't wait to reveal how much this movie made at the domestic box office to audiences tonight. Oh, today. God. Um, because it is a phenomenal number. Is it? Six figures, at least. It is less. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> um, okay, this movie is phenomenal. Okay, the context corner for this movie is it, it was made. Um, all right, on to the plot. <laughs> well, should we talk about Travolta a little bit? I feel like we haven't done like a true. Yeah, we should. We'll talk about John a little bit. Maybe this is where we get to like because Gotti was another one of his babies yes Gotti was a big time baby was a big time baby for travolta akin to like battlefield earth yeah. and and the, like the the general like complete failure of it i think is what because he Gotti did get a wide release yes it was screened in theaters yes with a lot of theaters yeah and like the failure of it both box office wise and critical rise and him getting you know razzies and all that stuff for it, i think is what finally like it's the final nail in the coffin well and like I watching 
this movie and then a movie we're going to talk about next week, I don't feel like he's even trying. Yeah, he's, I really don't. He's kind of giving up. And it's sad to watch because he is giving up. Because Gotti, you know, he's very much trying. He is trying his best. Um, and then right after Gotti fails, it's when he has, he has not been in a wide-release motion picture since. And I would say Speed Kills came out a week before this, but Speed Kills he did almost like right after the filming of Gotti before it was released yeah. probably. So he's not he he's not in reaction mode to Gaudia mm. until this movie, I want to say. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, I would say that's fair. Yeah. So before Gaudi, here's what I want to say about that. He at least had a opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that is American Crime Story, the People versus OJ. He also had In a Valley of Violence, which did In a Valley of Violence have a wide release? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah. Wait, no, 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 let me check. Let me check. But like, I, I want to say like with those two and then with like Savages, which is like six years before or four years before. In a Valley Violence got one of those like screened in a few theaters. Okay. Releases. So like, I want to say like he had some chances before Gotti, even though he is in like this really crappy stage of direct-to-video stuff. Like, he's not getting many chances, but he's getting some chances. After Gotti, like, I don't think he has so far to this day, from this, what date are we recording? Uh, May 12th. May 12th, 2022. John Travolta has not been given another thing, if you count that Die Hard Quibi fucking series. Which I did not hear good things about. And we're not covering it. Fuck you. Because it's a TV show. And it's Fuck a, you. If you thought we were. Cole. Anyway. Uh, so. <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean to throw that one out there. Um, so. I mean like this is. I, I just watching this and we're going to talk about mm. it. I don't feel like he's trying anymore. Yeah. I think God, the failure of God is what finally did it in for him. And so he like he kind of he's like, all right, I'll just do direct to video action movies for the money. Are we seeing the death of Travolta before our very eyes? Yes, we're seeing like the the final end of his career. Like, as as far as right, he might have a comeback, but I'm not holding my breath for it. I'm not holding my breath for it either, because it's this: the Poison Rose and the Fanatic. Um, and, and he's got another movie coming out, Paradise City, which you know we're not covering yet because it hasn't been announced uh, when it's coming out. Yeah. <sighs> well. Should I don't know. Do we just go right into plot mode with this, Jeff? Yeah, I, th- I think we should just... I mean, this movie's directed by Karzan Kader, um, who's a uh, Iraqi Kurdish uh, director. I looked this guy up, and uh, surprisingly, he has some award-winning short films. Yeah, he won a student Oscar. Yeah. Um, and he made a feature film version of that short film. Yes. Um, which I don't know if it really went many places but you know it got respect um and then this is his first american picture and you can tell yes although i do want to say i kind of like this movie kind of enjoyed this movie well i i it's like a solid five out of ten i give this a two this is a solid five out of two and a half i like race car movies you like cars and rocky 
That's what you like. I like race car movies. I like movies about fathers who are sportsmen who have to get back on the track to prove themselves to their family. So Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa, Cars 3. This is pretty much Cars 3, but with John Trollton made for a much lesser budget. And it doesn't have a trading paint 2 or 1. Yes. Because this is trading paint 1. Yes, this is just trading paint. So we have no... We have nothing to like back up the stakes for. But this is a story about like a failed father who has to get back out there and then learn that the best way he can prove himself to his son is to let go and let his son be the new hero, be the new champ. Okay, so how much did you like Talladega Nights? So I have a this movie <laughs> has tremendous Bush era energy. Yes, it does. This movie feels like the movie that Talladega Nights is a parody of. Yes. Like, this feels like it should have come out in, like, 2002. Right. And then Will Ferrell sees and he's like, I got a great idea for a movie, and he makes Talladega Nights. Right. Instead, this is coming out now, in 2019. Unreal. Insane. Like, this this feels like, like, the height of the Bush era, like, 2004, 2005, feels like there's a big, like, NASCAR resurgence in the country. Yeah. Like, I feel like it kind of became, like, a national thing that people were like, NASCAR is really interesting. Like, you know, Talladega Nights came out, the Cars movies came out and were huge. But we all know NASCAR is not interesting, right? I don't like NASCAR. Um, Wait, anyway. pause, 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 pause. I do pause. not actively watch NASCAR. I've never been to a game, but I find it generally interesting when it happens. I like. What watch, do you find interesting? I like NASCAR? watching the cars go vroom. Uh, next question. <laughs> um, <laughs> What about um, the vroom do you like? I like watching the cars go vroom vroom and then drive around the course. It's fun. Anyway, uh, I kind of uh, enjoyed this movie. Uh, I didn't, it wasn't great. The performances aren't all there. Aren't all there. But it's it's kind of... A, There's no performance to look at because they're all just moaning. Kind of fun movie. Kind of heartwarming. Dumpy. There's a character named Stumpy in this movie, played by the great Kevin Dunn. The only thing this movie's missing is Miley Cyrus. Yes, it does need Miley Cyrus. It needs one end of it, the movie well, it has Miley Shania Cyrus. Twain. Oh, you're fucking right. But she doesn't do any singing yeah, in Shania, this movie. There's a part where like there's uh, someone singing, Oh, say can you sing? And I was like, is that Shania Twain? And then it wasn't. And I was like, why do you have her in this movie if she's not going to sing the national anthem at the end of the movie? Or just, That's the obvious ending. Or just anything with Is Shania Twain. Is that Shania Twain sings the national anthem? Like, at least Life on the Line, they have, like, a musical ending to it. Yes. At least Bolt has Miley Cyrus and Travolta singing something. At least, like, Pulp Fiction, he does a mm -hmm. dance in the movie. Like, But you're not using them for any of their skills or qualities. Like, you have Shania Twain. There, there's no bar scene, Jeff, where John Travolta, who... What's his character's name in this movie? Um... John Travolta's character, uh, Sam Monroe. Great. Didn't know that. Um, there's How no... could you not? It's very clear. Oh, thanks. Uh, there's not a scene where John Travolta and Shania Twain are in a bar together exchanging their emotional ordeals. Yeah. And then at one point, she gets up on the stage, picks up a guitar, and sings a song that has some sort of yeah. plot yeah. references to it. So you, you know what I have to say about Shania Twain's role in this movie? Uh, undervalued, underserved terrible awful it it don't impress me much okay yeah that's a shania twain song 
Don't impress me. I, I'm, I'm not. Uh-huh. I, I, listen, I don't listen to Shania Twain. Joke, complete face face plan. <laughs> dead in the... Wa- this this joke is deader than Cam Monroe's stock car when Sam collides into him at the climactic moment. And paralyzes his son. Yes. Which he doesn't do, but I wish he did. It would have made the movie a lot more interesting. What if he killed his son in this movie? <laughs> that would have been insane. <laughs> I would have loved this movie so much more. It's just movies like this. I wish they went balls to the wall. Yeah. Like nut, nutto, bug nuts with. Yeah. But they just don't. Yeah. They, Everything they, they, is so lukewarm. These don't go far enough. No. It, Speed anything. Kills at least had the decency to go far enough. Speed Kills the decency for like... I don't know that insane CGI. Yeah, the racing. CGI storm scene. Like at least they had the balls. Life to do on that. the line has oh, the balls to go for. A tell Bailey I love her. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. You'll never see me. You'll never meet a man like me in another five thousand. Mm, another five. You, not, you look to be five thousand. Down to kill. I uh, added some Pitbull songs into my Spotify Did recently. You? Yeah, Ooh. I had three to tango and ocean to ocean. <laughs> ocean to ocean is a good song. I think I litigated my Aquaman story already on this podcast. Three oh five. Woo! Ocean to ocean. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Our Hobbs and Shaw copy just fell over. Um, the ghost of Travolta. Yeah, the he's, ghost of he's good, so angry. Good of good Travolta. Okay. Uh, should we just, you know, summarize the plot? Do you have Wikipedia pulled in front I of you? I do have Wikipedia. Okay, so all I remember happening at the beginning is it's... We're in a, we're Stuart was live texting me after this movie and saying he had no me- memory of what he had just watched. None. I think you might have a condition. I was partly distracted at the oxygen in my room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> looking at Adams. Because <laughs> I wasn't looking at the TV because it was so boring. Uh, this um, movie is t- s- like looks and tastes and sounds like warm milk. <laughs> I like warm milk. Uh, good movie. Uh, uh, it's, we start off at a race. No, this movie smells, uh, looks, and sounds like a southern dive bar uh, that reeks of stale cigarette. Have you ever been to a junkyard where you smell like that smell of like old oil? Yes. It smells like that. That's fair. Yeah. That's actually, that's actually probably exactly what it smelled like on set with all the stock cars. Yeah. Anyway, well, this movie's about stock car racing. I, is that what it's called? I thought it was derby racing. It's stock car. Which is just it's like... dirt. It, it's on a dirt track, but stock car is what it's... Um, what What is like... Are the, are the cars stock cars? I would guess so. What does that mean, stock cars? I'm going to look Educate it up. me, Jeff. I'm going to look it Tell up. Tell me about the stock cars. Um, we need to talk about the anatomy of stock cars for 30 minutes and then I could talk about the plot of this movie. Yeah. So it's dirt. So stock car racing is a form of automobile racing run on oval tracks and round courses measuring approximately 0.25 to 2.66 miles. Um, so it's NASCAR light. Yeah. I mean, it looks like NASCAR essentially is stock car racing. Um, so this is dirt stock car racing. Not derby. Yeah, but it is stock car. Like they they do talk about stock cars. It's just like stock car and like stock a car derby. is a word in the script of this movie. Yes, yes, correct. Okay. Um, short track racing is maybe the name of it. Uh, it says that there this movie said the Talladega short track and so the Talladega long track. The Talladega long track. What? 
You said Shaladega. <laughs> Shaladega, baby. Shaladega. Um, so anyway, this is about racers. And uh, Sam Monroe is an old legend, played by John Travolta. His son is Cam Monroe, played by Toby Sebastian. Maybe the most anonymous performance I've ever seen in a movie. Who is his son Cam- in this movie? Is played by Toby Sebastian. Maybe the most anonymous performance I've ever seen in a movie. Dad, he's like, Dad, you gotta let me go. He looks nothing like him. No, he doesn't. Um, <clears throat> what does John Charles even look like in this movie? For the hair ranking. The hair actually kind of looks nice in this movie. But Oh, Joe. Spare me. <laughs> uh, so Cam's car fails during this first race. It like stalls out. And Bob Linsky, the like baron of racing in this town, who we never really see do anything bad in this. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart is showing me a picture of John Trolton in this movie. Hey, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we truly lost it. Um, we've lost the thread. Okay. So, sir, you know who we do got to talk about? We got to talk about Bob Linsky in this movie. Who was played by Michael Madsen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to talk about Michael Madsen in this movie. Because Michael Madsen. He didn't do anything wrong. Michael Madsen is looking and sounding like the Edgar suit from Men in Black in this movie. <laughs> My man looks like he has a bug controlling his body because he's walking all weird. <laughs> he's talking. He's like, yeah, I think that's how I'm going to do it. I think uh, you, you need to, you need to uh, kill your father. Yeah. He, he sounds like Nick Nolte a little he sounds bit. A little bit. Does he not look like the Edgar? Like he, his skin looks like it's like molting off of his bones. <laughs> Dude does not look good. He does not look good at all. He's like, water, sugar, and water. That's Michael Madsen in this movie. Uh, stock car, you need to work for me, and your father's got junk equipment. So Yeah, That's... anyway, he wins. Um, And Cam's mad that his, because his car wasn't good enough, because his dad can't afford the car. Oh, brother. So Bob Blinsky, Madsen's like, hey, come work for me. Jeff, have you seen Four View Ferrari? I have. Good movie. A decent movie. Yeah. But one thing I want to let you know, do you know, like, if you notice, like, in the structure of the script, well, yeah. like, based, keep, keep first, first, first off, watching the movie, who would you say are the is the protagonist or are the protagonist? Who are the good guys? Sam and Cam Monroe. No, in, in, in Ford v. Oh, Ferrari. Uh, Ford. Right. Yes. But now I want you to think about it in a grander context. A giant multi-million dollar corporate company. Yes. That's been, joins this longtime tradition to subdue this small family-owned company. If I just say that in the in the script, like log line, mm-hmm. who would you think are the bad guys? Ford. Right. But the thing about Ford versus Ferrari is no, like mm-hmm. I get it, but yeah. like that's just like no. if, if you look at it from like if you take a step back, close your eyes and think about because the, structure. the, the movie even kind of acknowledges that. Ford versus Ferrari is an interesting movie because it's very autobiographical for James Mangold. Mm-hmm. It's very much a movie about a guy who has to work in a studio system who just wants to make, build cool cars and race them fast. And he doesn't particularly care who he does it for. He just wants to get them. He just knows, all right, if I make this really interesting Marvel movie, I can make a stealth Western out of it. And that movie is about Christian Bale and Matt Damon 
wanting to make some cool cars, but the only way they can get the funding is if they make a race car for Ford. So it's kind of just about working in a studio system um, in order to get the funding to make the things you want to make. Okay, actually... Good movie. I hear you say that. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. That's a good movie. But you agree, though. Like, Ford, in the movie, like, they're portrayed as, yeah, like, that's the a, good that, guys. That is, yeah. But, like, yeah, if you take a step back, they're the evil corporation. Even, I think even throughout the movie, Christian Bale, like, is openly like, I don't give a shit about Ford. Yeah. Um, and then he pays with his life. Yes, he does die. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert for Ford v. Ferrari. Well, it's just so unnecessary yeah. in the movie. I mean, the guy really died. <laughs> I didn't feel like I and he need, lived a happy life no I just didn't need it <laughs> I just didn't need it uh, but you know who doesn't like that die. part of the Titanic I wish it just ended with Rose and Jack you know in that car after they made love you want the remember me fade to, fade to black where Robert Pattinson I didn't need the like, whole Titanic sinking yeah, part yeah where Robert Pattinson's at the top of the twin towers it felt so unrealistic to me yeah I didn't need it didn't need it alright you know who doesn't die though Sam or Cam Monroe Shame because Cam Monroe goes to work goes to work for Boblinski, um, Michael Madsen, and Travolta's really pissed about this, and he like beats up. Why is he mad about it? Because his son is leaving him to work for his longtime rival. His longtime rival. It is established that Boblinski and Samuel have beef going back decades on the racetrack. (laughs) What? It's like the Lightning McQueen Chick Hicks thing. Do we see this, Jeff? We are told this. We are told this. This might be. This with movie a, does not have money to de-age John Travolta. This movie doesn't have money to do anything <laughs> other than shoot in three locations. Yes, it is set in like three places. Yeah, the dirt track, a garage, <laughs> and a like what? A Ford dealership. A Ford dealership and a bar. Don't forget the bar. There's a bar. Because yeah. the the scene after you know Cam leaves is Travolta's. You know he's do all the hospital scene. Yeah, he's all upset at the bar. Um, and in walks Kevin Dunn, playing Stumpy. Because he has a stump. Oh, leg. right, right, right. And he sits down, and they're talking shit. And he's For the like, audience who doesn't know who Kevin Dunn is, do you like have any roles that you oh, could like remind yes, people? Yes, I could remind you a lot of good Kevin Dunn roles. His most, is there he's one a, in particular? He's on Veep. Okay. He is the dad in the first three Transformers movies. Oh, hey. Um, Sam Witwicky's father. Yeah. He is the conductor in Unstoppable. Oh my god! I mean, he's not the conductor, but he's he's like the the company man in Unstoppable. Okay, that's kind of his big thing. Is he pops up in movies like The Company Man? If you if you ever seen, there's a movie called Blue Steel. It's an early '90s Jamie Lee Curtis action movie. It's really good. He plays the beleaguered like chief of police. He's like, "You're gonna get me so much paperwork. You gotta stop doing this." And he's so fucking good in that movie. It's so funny. Kevin Dunn, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, great, great guy. Better than any other actor in this movie. Yeah. Better, best, best to ever do it. Yeah. Um, no, he is actually rather good in this because he, he's. Just, I agree. He's there to just be a character. But I agree. But they're at a bar, and Trollta gets into a fight with the guy because he's so mad, and that's that's that. I don't remember that part. Um. And so. So he works. For oh, I, I do want to say when Kevin Dunn walks into the bar, he sits down. The bartender slides a PBR over to him instinctively without without him even having to ask. That's the dive bar vibe that we I like. I love that shit. That's the dive bar I vibe love that. that Ke- like. I love to know that Kevin Dunn can just walk into this bar and they slide a PBR over to him. That's what I do at my bar that you've been to before. They slide you a PBR? I thought you had no. better taste than that. No, they, they slide me better stuff, mm-hmm. but they know what I like. Yeah. Okay. So. It's called Big Joe. At this point in my notes, I wrote, this is exactly what I expected. Because oh, this movie is exactly what I expected it to be. A bad movie. No. At the same time, Travolta's like courting Shania Twain. 
Oh yeah, Shania, their relationship is never Twain's really quite established. In playing Shania Twain, by the way, yeah, this she's is playing not herself. Sh- she's playing herself. She decided to move to the small town in Alabama. Yes, but for it's like she's established as like she and Swartz are just talking, and they talk like it's the first one of the first times they've chatted. But then at the end of the movie, she's talking to his son like they've been longtime friends. It's very confusing. Yeah, who is this bitch? Um, Shania Twain, bitch. <laughs> uh, you know, he and Shania Twain are a thing. Yes. And she's like, you need to reconcile with your son. And Troll's like, the only way for me to get back into the game is to... Um, beat him at racing. Yeah, beat him at racing. So Travolta gets back into How racing. How fatherly of him. Yeah. So he gets back into racing. Because he does fire his son. He's like, you're fired. Because he's so mad at him for going to Linsky. Um, this takes place in Alabama. Yes, it does take say. place in Alabama. And Travolta... Is doing an accent. Is doing his accent. He's doing his accent bit. He's like, I'm, my name is John Travolta, and I, I do not support your fired, fired. Yeah, something like yes, that. something like that. It was like, Cam, you're going to get yourself hurt. Yeah. Okay, and so... We're they, family. Sam, <laughs> family. So <laughs> Sam goes back to racing. Yes. And he, like, wins every race. <laughs> like, there's no conflict in, like, the old guy getting back, and he's just very good again. Yeah, exactly. He starts <laughs> winning right away. And Linsky's like, what the fuck? I, <laughs> I stole his son. This isn't how it's supposed to go. Yeah. So um, that's the thing. It's like, if you're hoping for a Rocky Balboa story, it is not that, because he is immediately good. Um, I assume you're reading the Wikipedia page. Uh, A little bit, yes. Okay, good. And so, I don't like, know what happens after this? He, Blinsky tries to bribe uh, Cam to crash into his father in a race. Oh right! Like, but he I says want you no. To hit your father. But he says no. So he sabotages Cam's car, so that when Travolta's racing, he collides into his son and nearly kills him. But instead, he doesn't kill him. He breaks both of his legs. Yes, he breaks both of his legs. Yeah. I wrote at this point in the notes: the son sucks. Um. There, there is a good part where Travolta goes on a podcast, like he podcasts. I think it's a radio show. I'm but... saying it's it's a radio show, but it's more fun to say podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But he goes on like gives a, you hope. He goes, yeah. He he'll, he'll come on and talk about his career. Uh, how funny would it be? It's like if we do the Stallone Zone, and like by that point we've gained enough traction to where they're doing press for Paradise City, yeah. and they're like, "How about we have Travolta go on that one podcast? Yeah. It's about him." He reaches out to us like, "I like to be on that podcast. That's about me." And we have to tell him it's like, "Oh, Travolta." Yeah, it's like, "Hey, do you want to talk about um, we, Cobra?" <laughs> we yeah, it's like we finished your podcast like mm. a year ago. Like, do you want? We, we talk- come back. We come back. Well, what if he reaches out in time for us to do Staying Alive? Yeah. Because if we do the Stallone Zone, we'd have to cover Staying Alive. We would have to cover Staying Alive again. Ooh. Our next show, we're gonna have to cover another movie again. I don't. Let's. You ever let's, thought about that? Let, let's keep talking. I yeah. Don't, I, don't, I don't. You thought I don't. about how we're gonna cover the movie twice? Yeah, 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 yeah. No. yeah. I'm, I'm not looking forward to it, but. Okay, so, um, he he like talks shit about Bob Linsky on the radio show, and Linsky gets mad, and, like destroys the radio. We never see Linsky really do. I mean, he does like spot like cause that crash. But aside from that, he just kind of seems like a, a car dealership owner. He never does anything well, like, bad. I missed it. Did we explicitly see him sabotage a car? He tells another guy to. Okay. Well, that does make him a bad guy. Yeah. Because I didn't get get that. Yeah. I thought it was just an accident. Where no, he has one of the guys. sabotage and, a car and like crash and uh, whatever. Also, talk about the originality of Sam naming his son Cam. Yeah, it was very funny. It's like, what should we call him, Sam? Uh, well, your name's Samuel. We'll name him Camuel. Cam- <laughs> 
Hey, hey, Camel, get over here. Because <laughs> it's like manual. We'll go put it in manual. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you change his, doc- his diaper? I don't know. Check the Camel. <laughs> Oh my lord! <laughs> I am um, broken. <laughs> I am broken. So the Jim. they all go to this like retirement party for this guy named Red, played who, by. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was gonna be Morgan Freeman. I'm like, nope, wrong no. movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> we are talking about two movies because he is right. Is there no, is no? He's Red in Shawshank Redemption. Isn't there another movie that Morgan Freeman's in he, called th- Red, where he plays a guy named Red? No, you're. Th- oh my lord! Am I thinking of the movie called Red with Bruce Willis? You were thinking of the movie called Red with Bruce Willis and Morgan Freeman, right? I'm not lying that Morgan Freeman's in Red. I do not believe he is in Red. He's in Red. Pause. We're checking. Red audiences are loving this episode. Yeah. He is. Look oh, at this. Is. Red. Okay, there he is. Morgan Freeman. But he doesn't play a guy named Red. No, he plays Joe Matheson. But you know who Mor- Morgan Freeman plays a guy named Red in the Shawshank Redemption, and he's also in a movie called Red. Yes. The movie that we are covering with Morgan Freeman, which to folks who are listening, next week's The Poison Rose. Is a red item. It's a red item. Morgan Freeman is playing a character named Doc in that movie. Kind of like Doc Hudson. Robert Duvall in Phenomenon. Yes. It's also just called Doc. Doc. What's his name? We don't know. It's Doc. Okay. So... They're at this retirement party for this guy named Red. Are we still talking about trading paint? We got to finish it. <laughs> we got to. Um, and uh, they're at this retirement party, and it's established like this guy was a legend, but we've never heard from him before. We don't get a close up on him. I don't know why they're at, why we established this. Yeah. Um, but Travolta and his son like kind of begin to reconcile, and then, oh, this happens before the crash. He broke his legs. This happens before <laughs> the crash. After the crash, Travolta goes to the hospital, and his son, like they say, he'll make a full recovery with time. Such a shame. And, you know, after a few minutes, he reconciles with him. What if he paralyzed? It would have been insane. Amazing. Well, it would have been a stat. It wasn't his fault. It was Bob Linsky's fault, clearly. I know, but, like, he didn't know that. He would have yeah. felt bad about okay. it. Okay. And so he recovers. They make re- they reconcile. Travolta sells his car, um, which his wife which his, which his wife loved. It's Oh, also his wife died in a car crash. We established this and then never do anything with it. Um. Oh yeah, did not remember that. Yeah. Uh, he does. He like, goes to the grave and puts flowers there at one point. Um, I guess to put that away so he can get with Shania Twain. Uh, so he and Cam and uh, Kevin Dunn build a c- new race car that will that Cam will drive in the last race, not Sam, because he wants his son to like you know have a success. I'm trying to think of any movie parallels where they build a car. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of I can't movies. think of anything. Bumblebee. Building a car. Transformers. Building a car. Cars. Building a car. Talladega Nights. I just can't think of a single one. That's so original, Jeff. Yeah. It's like no other movie's done that before. Yeah. No other movie. Um, And so at one point, Kevin Dunn reveals why he has a stump leg. And it's kind of like great because they're just letting the great Kevin Dunn just like ramp off. I will story. say this was a good scene. This was a good scene because he li- it literally is just a dude telling a story. Yeah, he's like, you know, when we, me and Sam, we was kids, we went out fishing, 
and uh, I threw my line out, got caught in some reeds, so I waded out. And then I realized why there weren't no fish in this pond. Twelve foot gator comes at me. Travolta pops out. He's like, eh, it was more of an eight foot gator. Kevin Dunn's like, my story, my leg got bitten off by an alligator. When you have a leg bitten off by an alligator, you can sign the line. I say it was 12 feet. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh, yeah. It's, it's so funny. Could have like, been, right, been 15 feet. Yeah. And he's like, all right. And then Could've an alligator came at me. And then Sam grabbed me and brought me home. And your father saved my life. I kind of like that. Scene. Sam has a knack for ruining men's lower body. Yes. Well, he saved it. Broke his son's legs. He managed to somehow turn Kevin Dunn into Stumpy. Just keep your legs and feet away from Sam Monroe, ladies and gentlemen, because he will find a way to ruin it. Um, yes. So, Cam races in the car, and Uh, Linsky spins him out, and then... This is a good old car's... Yeah. Thing, right? And he spun out and he's about to be disqualified. Then he restarts the car and he manages to loop all the way back around the track and take first place. But then there's a scene where he pops his tires. Doc and he's Hudson. like, oh no. And he's and, and then uh, Travolta looks over at Ling- Linguini and he's like, <laughs> Linguini, are you ready? He's like, whoa. No, it's not and Linguini. Then, it's, and then Cam Monroe pulls in to the pit Guido. stop. And then Linguini just says, it's Guido. He's like, Linguini is fast. Bull, no bullshit. It's what happens in the movie. Yeah, I'm sure. The fucking thing's name is Guido. Linguini. No, it's Guido. Luigi is the, the tire owner. Okay, anyway. All right, so Cam <laughs> wins the fucking race. Um, audiences, are you, can you tell how ecstatic we are? Um, Movie's over. Yes. Movie's over. Kind of, I, I enjoyed it. It was fine. Five out of ten. Um, there's uh, not much to say. Two and a half. I would have given a three if the son either died or was paralyzed. <laughs> just to just to add some tension. Just into to it. add some tension into yeah. it. Um, so this movie comes out. Um, Lionsgate is involved in the distribution. Both this and the Poison Rose were free on Amazon because of the Lionsgate deal. Um, gets generally negative reviews from critics. It makes zero dollars at the domestic box office. No. <laughs> what? How does that happen? Um, there's there's got to be an explanation for that. I'm I'm guessing it just wasn't released, but they are very specific in listing it as zero dollars instead of just saying was not released in theaters. Uh, so I wanted to respect that wording. Okay, but it probably wasn't released. Yeah, probably just wasn't released. Um. 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it only has like 12 critic reviews. Travolta won the Razzie for this movie for Worst Actor, uh, which was tied with his performance in The Fanatic. I don't think this... He's fine. He's not trying, but I don't think he's like that bad. Here's the lineup for twi- the 2020... Ra- now, I just want to say, fuck the Razzies. They're dumb. Um, yeah, the Razzies are dumb. But here's the lineup for the twenty like the February eighth, twenty twenty awards. Cats won worst picture. Um, Tom Hooper won worst director for Cats. Travolta won worst actor for The Fanatic and Trading Paint. And Hilary Duff won worst actress for The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Um, hmm. very silly, very silly. Yeah. Uh, 
Is it time to talk about the hair? Oh, yeah. We, we didn't even do the hair ranking. All right. Cue the hair ranking music. This is my third to last hair I will be ranking, yeah, folks. Third to last hair ranking. Um, boy, I cannot wait to talk about this almighty hair ranking list once we finish this podcast. Do you I, have the list pulled up? Uh, no. Okay. But I have a photo of Travolta pulled up. <laughs> okay, here's the list. Um, I will say it's not one of his worst wigs. Like, it's a decent yeah, wig. Be- Becca said he looked kind of handsome in this. Um, He's got facial hair, so you got to give it a facial hair bonus. Um. So I guess it's going to go not super low, but just kind of like, let's look at this. Let's look at this. I know there's a category for like decent wigs. Put it above basements, the dumbwaiter. No, that's too high. That's way too high. Put it above. No, it's not that bad. Put it above. uh Hmm. Put it above. All right, you know what? Fuck it. I am. I am gonna say it. Put it above. Uh, this is exhilarating. She's so lovely. Below. I. You know. I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it. I'm. I'm putting it. No. I didn't want to put it below. Here. here just, no. I'm. Want... I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm putting it. Above the Punisher, below Gotti. Okay, above the Punisher, below Gotti. Yes. It's actually kind of high. Comparable. 27. 27. It's not bad. He's got facial hair. So, all right, so right here, and then trading, trading paint. paint. Um, the wig doesn't look terrible. Where, where would you, what number would you give it out of 10? For look? Yeah, for look. I give it like Sexiness. a... I give it like a... Uh, a five, a five, but give it a four with the with the with the beard, uh, accessory. Okay. Six, and then a four with the beard accessory for story. Give it. What I just give it for looks. Uh, five. Give it a five. Yeah, folks. Stewart has decided at the very end of the show to introduce uh, multiple rankings for the hair ranking. It's now a full spreadsheet. It's a scoring sheet. Yes, yeah, a scoring so sheet. So to rationalize my yeah. Because ranking. in the last episode of the show, we will be doing a complete hair ranking go-over. We will be going through every single movie. Um, Under authenticity? No. Oh, yeah. It's definitely not real. Okay. Uh, that was the hair ranking. Yeah. And that was basically the, the movie. Um, so while we're here. Yes. Um, is there anything you want to talk about, Jeff? Uh, the next movie. Oh. Okay. Oh, there is an actor in this movie we have to talk about. Yeah. That you is this what you're trying to get at? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There is an actor in this movie uh who makes like a quick cameo appearance. Yes. The de- as the deputy. As a deputy. Um his name, the actor's name is Barry Corbin. Yeah, which, you know, at first you're just like, yeah, Barry Corbin, whatever. Who's Barry Corbin? Barry Corbin. So when when you look at him, do you know who this man is? 
I know who this man is. Because let me tell you, audience, this guy is Uncle Bob, Bob from, from Urban, Urban Cowboy. Cowboy. Woo! Woo! That's right, folks. Uncle Bob is back. Uncle Bob. He survived his explosive death in Urban Cowboy like 60 episodes ago. Yeah. That was like 60 episodes ago. Holy shit. Okay, let me actually get the exact number. Urban Cowboy was episode number seven. That was 60. Over 60. That was 63 episodes ago. We talked about Urban Cowboy and the death of Uncle Bob. Wow. We recorded that episode February 24th of of 2021. God, what a good year, 2021. (laughs) We recorded that the height of COVID. (laughs) It's insane. What a good year. (laughs) Um. But yeah, that's when we talked about Uncle Bob. Yeah. Um, and he's back in this movie, and I was really happy to see him. Yeah, me that's too. Basically the extent of it. All right. Well. Any final thoughts on Trading Pain? Uh, nar. Nar? Nar. Um, I kind of enjoyed it. Direct-to-video movie. It happened. You said five out of ten? Five out of ten. Two and a half. You said two and a half. Two and yeah. a half, yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you folks for listening to this episode on Trading Pain. Uh, make sure to tune next week for our episode on The Poison Rose. Mm. Promises to be another hit. Mm. Stuart's very excited about this one. Um, folks, we only have three episodes left after this. Um, we kind of set our piece, I think, with the Gotti episode. That was our thesis. Um, but we'll have a retrospective at the end to establish everything. Hope you enjoyed Speed Kills last week. Yeah, and Speed Kills last week. And uh, this, Poison Rose, The Fanatic, and then uh, The Finale. That you folks should look forward to. Yeah. Uh, so make sure to tune in next week. Um, and as always, you can find us. Uh, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, whatever platform you're listening on. As a reminder, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and, and YouTube. YouTube. Find us at Trolting Pod on Twitter or Instagram. Instagram. Email us at Trolting Podcast at gmail.com. Pop into our Reddit, r slash Trolting. r slash Trolting Reddit. All right. Pause. <laughs> pause. <laughs> what has been going on in the Reddit since we started this fucking podcast a year and a half ago? I'm gonna. I'm going to Travolting right now. Let's see what's going on. I like. I don't think anybody's put anything. <laughs> There's not been a post on this Reddit since nine months ago. Oh my God. When someone posted, "This is a great podcast." Oh, by who? Uh, Matt Abaldi, one of our guests. Oh, sh- fuck. So it's not even like. Yeah. There are five members of this podcast of this uh this Reddit. I'm gonna continue to say it though. Um, I I good. I'm going to say continue it to say, three more times. I'm going to continue to say uh, pop into Reddit r slash revolting. Find me on Twitter at Jeff W. Sweeney. Nar. Nar. Yeah. Um, and as always, special thanks to Rebecca Johnson for graphic design and Michael Van Bodegum-Smith for our theme music. Which is taking you out now. See you next week for... The Poison Rose.